Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Save Your Sanity Podcast. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. Are you living with the chaos, confusion, and uncertainty that a toxic person loves to create? Is a partner, parent, ex, sibling, child, or coworker causing you to second guess yourself? That can be crazy making. I'm here to help you save your sanity. So let's get down to it and figure some things out now. Stay tuned. Welcome to Save Your Sanity Podcast. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler, and I'm really happy that you're here. Tonight, we're going to be talking about something so important to know the differences, the differences between being enmeshed, entrenched, and emerging empowered. And once we talk about these things, I think you'll see clearly what they are and what you might want to change in your life. So I wanted to make them very clear for you tonight. If you've been here for the first time tonight, I'm glad that you're joining me. I'm glad that you found my podcast and my live stream, and I welcome you. And if you are returning, I'm delighted that you found value and you came back. Please feel free at all times to invite people to come and join us here. And if you would like to support the show, you can do that at patreon.com slash save your sanity, patreon.com slash save your sanity. So important things to talk about tonight. You know, there are hundreds, now I can say that there's over 220 podcast episodes for you at saveyoursanitypodcast.com. And there are over 550 videos for you on my YouTube channel at 4, F-O-R, Relationship Help, H-E-L-P. So lots of ways to get further information that you might need. Uh, So go along and have a look at that. So let's talk about this business. What does it mean to be enmeshed in a relationship? Well, the actual definition is it is involved in a difficult situation from which it is difficult to escape, and it can be codependent. And so we want to be very careful with that, that we understand that that definition that's involved in a difficult situation from which it is difficult to escape, and it can be a codependent relationship. So if that has meaning to you, if immediately you say, yeah, that sounds like my relationship, know that definition, because it may seem daunting to escape. You may have become so meshed with one another, so kind of stuck together, so, so much so that you don't think there's a possibility of escape, but there always is. Sometimes it has to be slow, very slow and deliberate, teeny tiny steps. You know, when I wrote the book Kaizen for Couples, well, Kaizen means small, positive, incremental improvements. You may have to go in that direction to move from an enmeshed relationship, but it's important to understand that, yes, it's difficult. You know how the relationship went. You were entranced in the beginning. You were sure that you'd met the most wonderful human on earth, and that was their ploy. 
They wanted to show you that they could be that way. And then slowly or sometimes quickly over time, they showed you that they're not really that way. And if you are a relatively healthy person, you justified or rationalized what was going on. Oh, they're stressed. Oh, they're having a difficult time. Oh, they're feeling this way or that way, or they had a difficult childhood. All good things. But when you see those behaviors over and over and over again, and that shows you who they are, then the question is, is that okay with you? But if you're enmeshed, you're just tired. You have been caught in this web and you are repeating the patterns over and over. And somehow there is either passiveness on your part, so you don't do anything about it, or you may be even enabling the behavior, you know, and enabling the behavior is really sad for you to continue to do, but you might not know how not to. And so very important, you know, I, I define enabling in a very particular way. It's when you usually step in to fix, solve, excuse, rationalize, justify, or make the consequences go away for the poor choices of others. And you may have become enmeshed by enabling. Or you may have been enabling, so you have become enmeshed. They count on you to make the, their poor choices, the consequences of which go away. They may have begun to do that. And it's really important right this minute to notice if that's the case. If that happened, if you slipped into that somehow, that you are now enabling and so they continue to make poor choices. They continue to behave badly and you continue to let them. And if you don't know how to get out of that situation, you know, I'm always here to help. My new client opportunity is an opportunity for one hour to talk with me for only $97. And you can do that at beaclient.com, beaclient.com. And we can talk about what's going on and see what's really the situation, uh, because you may have just, as I said, slid into it little bit by little bit by little bit, and then you got so used to it that now you don't feel that you can distinguish what's going on, but you know you don't feel good. You know you're not happy with it, and you really don't have to stay in that situation. So very important. So you don't want to be enmeshed. You don't want to stay in a difficult situation because it seems difficult to escape. I can help you clarify, to go through your feelings, to go through what you really want, to go through how you'd like to be treated, to get some skills to see what's possible in your current relationship, or to tell you what's not possible. So very, very important. So you can give up the sense of being enmeshed. And you may not even realize you did it because it just happened bit by bit, just moment by moment. It got a little worse and a little worse and a little worse. And so you didn't say ouch when it really started to hurt. Now, the other side is that you may be entrenched. And that's an attitude or a habit or a belief that's firmly established and difficult or unlikely to change. Now, when you're with a person with hijackal tendencies, 
those people who have narcissistic, borderline, antisocial, histrionic tendencies, they are very difficult to change. In fact, they have no interest in changing or a very limited interest in changing. So they will want to drag you in and be entrenched with them. No, this is the way we do our relationship. And you may have become so exhausted that you are entrenched with them and feeling that it is not likely to change because you may not even know what to change. There is so much that's difficult, you don't even know where to start. And that's really important to understand too, because when you are entrenched, that's quite a visual you know, you just keep sliding into the hole a little bit deeper into the trench, into the trench, into the trench, and you slide into it. And then you're sitting at the bottom going, how did I get here? But you may not really understand the process. So if you've become entrenched in a relationship, you may not understand how you got there directly, but you know you don't like it. You're not comfortable. You know you're putting up with too much. You're settling for too little. And you are aware that there are better relationships out there. Now, you may not be in a state at the moment to really be able to say, I deserve a better relationship, but your whole being knows that, right? It's a difficult spot. You know, we, we don't expect to run into hijackals. We really don't until we've run into one or two or we were raised by them. And we may not even be aware if we were raised by them that we are naturally becoming a target of hijackals or that we're attracting them or attracted to them. And those are things that you can change because that will cause you to be entrenched, meaning that it's very difficult to change. That's what the word means, but you can change it. You know, any relationship changes when one person changes. Hijackals are very resistant to change. You probably noticed that because, of course, nothing's their fault, right? So, therefore, it all has to be your fault. Everything has to be your fault. And so, you get entrenched in that dynamic where you honestly accept that that's the case. You may have given up even refuting it or complaining about it or doing anything to strongly say, no, I'm unwilling to be in a relationship that works this way. And probably because you've tried to say that and they haven't cared or they've made you wrong for it or they belittled you or degraded you or at any rate discounted what you were feeling or needing or wanting. I'm sure that may be very familiar to you too. It's really a difficult spot to be enmeshed or entrenched because it happens, as I said, just sort of degree by degree. You just kind of slip and slip and slip, and then you find yourself at the bottom. And what do you do then? Well, by the time you get there, you're probably exhausted. You're worn down, torn down, and tired of being put down. And so you kind of give up. Oh, well go with the flow, you know, all that kind of thing. And so it's important for us to notice and for me to note in this conversation that although the definitions of these things that come from the dictionary suggest that they cannot be changed, you can be changed. And when you change, the relationship will change. And yeah, we know everything will blow up. 
Hijackers hate change. They want to have you be how they want you to be. And if you pop up like a meerkat and have a look around and say, I don't like this very much, they are not happy about that. And that's the way it works. So don't have any expectations that they will be happy that you woke up and said, this is not okay with me. But as you begin to have that understanding within yourself, it's the opportunity to get some help to do things. Now, one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this tonight is because we just launched the Emerging Empowered Community. And that's an opportunity to be completely off social media on my website and have threads of conversation just like on Facebook or any other social media, but it's on my website. So it doesn't show up in social media. Also, when you're a member there for only $19 a month, you get the opportunity to register for two Ask Me Anything group calls. And that gives you direct access to me twice a month to ask your questions. And that's a real bargain for $19 a month. And just to add a little more interest to that, you also get a 20% discount on all my courses and products when you're a member. So that's fun. And if that interests you, just go to joinintoday.com. Joinintoday.com and become a member of the Emerging Empowered Community. I hope you will, because then we can talk freely in typing, or you can come along to the Ask Me Anything calls. So we've talked about being enmeshed, and we've talked about being entrenched. But what does it mean to be emerging? Well, it means to move out or away from something and come into view. Isn't that lovely that you are going to leave something in which you feel hidden and unseen and you're going to come into view. You're going to emerge into your best self, your most empowered self. And that emerging is the rising up and coming into view as to who you really are and being able to speak from that place, to live from that place. So exciting. So when we put it together with empowered, empowered is when you give yourself permission and authority to live by your own values and vision and beliefs and purposes and base your actions and your decisions on those values, vision, beliefs, and purposes accordingly. So when you step up, you emerge and come into view as a person who has given yourself permission and the authority to live by your own values, your vision for what you want your life to be, your beliefs about everything, not just spiritual beliefs, but your beliefs about money, the world, kindness, everything, and then base your actions and your decisions on that, that is empowering. And you are not hurting anybody by doing that. Now, a hijacker will say that you're hurting them and you'll say that you're hurting the relationship. Nothing compared with the damage they've done. But that's not the purpose. You want to do it for you. You want to be emerging empowered for you so that you feel like you are fully expressed in life, that you have the right to take up space and draw breath. And therefore, when you have that right to take up space and draw breath, you have the right to say what you think, feel, need, and want, remember, and prefer. Every human has that right. 
And in order to make my definition of assertiveness, I add something to that. So you have the right to say what you think, feel, need, want, remember, and prefer, as long as you do not mention another human by name or pronoun. So you're always speaking about yourself. I call that the personal weather report. I'm going to tell you what's going on in here and in here. And I have the right to do that as long as I don't speak about you. I only speak about myself. Now, you may not think that makes a huge difference, but I've done videos and I've done another podcast on the personal weather report. And you find it in two chapters in my book, Kaizen for Couples. There's one chapter on how to give a personal weather report effectively, and there's a chapter on how to respond to another person's personal weather report effectively. That's the second most important thing I think I can teach anyone is to use the personal weather report to master it and have that be their effective, honest, and kind communication. So very important. So when we are emerging empowered, we want to be able to know to express ourselves in ways that are positive, in ways that are personal to us, but not speaking about other humans and making them the reason we're saying something. You know, it may sound like a distinction without a difference, but if you say you're disrespecting me, there is inherent blame in that. There is somebody going to say, you can't speak to me like that. But if you say, I feel disrespected. That's you saying what's going on within you. Now, of course, the hijackal is not going to see the difference. That's not why you do it. You do it because it affirms you. You do it because it's clean and clear communication from you. You do it because there isn't any blame, shame, or game in it. Because you have the right to say what you think, feel, need, want, prefer, and remember because you take up space and draw breath. And when you begin to accord that to yourself, maybe you'll become a little more forthright. Maybe you'll become a little less timid. Maybe you will just begin by affirming things to yourself quietly. Then you'll extend it to being able to say in the presence of a difficult person, you know, for me, that would not work because I prefer to be respected. Yeah, don't expect miracles with it with a hijackal, but expect wonderful things to happen when you do it for who you are, when you use it as a way to express yourself. This all becomes very important. So when when are we wanting to emerge empowered? Why did I choose that name for my community, Emerging Empowered Community? So many times people will come to me, and I have clients all over the world, and they will say, should I leave right now? And I ask questions about their situation. And if they are, in fact, in a place where they are not being physically or sexually abused, I suggest that they work with me first so that when they leave, they're emerging empowered as opposed to just leaving just to get out of there. You don't, I'll paint an, a negative picture just so that you can see it. If somebody gets so upset and they just, it, w- it would be better to be out of here with the clothes on my back and my children safe than to have to put up with this for one more minute. 
I understand that sentiment completely. I understand why someone might say that. But when they say it to me and I say, are you being physically or sexually abused? And they say, no, because if they were, I would tell them to go directly to the police and get themselves out of there. But if they're not being physically or sexually abused, wouldn't it be better to learn more about yourself, to try some communication skills and get good at them, to try some conflict management strategies and see what can happen, to take yourself back and be able to say, I have the right to say what I think, feel, need, or want, remember, or prefer, because I draw breath and take up space. And many times when you've been with a hijackal, you just get pushed against the wall. You get smaller and smaller and smaller. So I help people come to be the same size as the hijackal, to be emerging empowered within their own mind, never within the hijackal's mind, so that when they do leave, they're leaving in good shape. They're leaving with higher self-esteem. They're leaving with more self-confidence. They're leaving with a plan and they know how they're going to execute it rather than just running off afraid, but just desperate to get out of there. So this is what the community helps you do too. Really important to be looking at it, a possibility for emerging empowered. And if you've already left, you may be caught in a mindset that has you a bit stuck. So even though you're not physically in that space anymore with that person, what's playing out in your head may still be enmeshed and entrenched. And so you're still caught. So in the emerging empowered community, there are several threads, like were you raised by a hijackal as one thread? Are you thinking of leaving a hijackal as another? Uh, recognizing hijackals as another? Uh, dating and how do I how do I prepare for that is another. There are many. And if you join in and you find that there's another thread you would like, just let me know and we can make another one as well. And remember, as I said, it's all safely off social media. It's on my website. So hard to find um, if if you happen to be a hijackal looking to see <laughs> or watching the computer history. Of course, they'll find you anywhere that way. But at least it is completely away and your login is your login. And that keeps you safe as long as you don't uh, share that login with anyone, which I highly recommend not sharing it. So. Things that we need to do to be emerging empowered and to move away from being entrenched or enmeshed is, first of all, we have to realize or recognize, rather, we need to recognize the traits, patterns, and cycles. See them clearly, what's been happening in the relationship or within the person. That's a lot of things that you can find out by listening to the podcast or watching the videos to really recognize it. To So many people call me and say, or speak to me or come along for their first session and say, I didn't even know I was with a hijackal until I started listening. So the first thing is to recognize, to educate yourself and have those aha moments where you go, oh yeah, that happens to me. I thought I was the only one. And you're not. Sadly, you have a lot of company. But know that you're not alone in this. That's an important part of community is to know you're not alone. So first of all, to recognize what's going on 
And then the next thing is to realize the impact of what's going on in your life. And if you happen to have children in the lives of those children, so that once you recognize what you've been seeing and have a name for it, then you can go to the next stage and say, oh, wow, the cost of this on my well-being or my children's well-being or the way that my children are seeing a relationship or seeing how men and women treat each other or listening to that language or any of that, I don't want that for my children. So you realize the impact. You don't want the impact on yourself, children or not. It's a high, high price to pay. And my encouragement to you is consider that high price and whether or not you want to keep paying it. So first recognize, then realize, then we have to turn the wheels in a different direction. So we realign our thinking. We realign it to say, no, I want to go in this direction. I've been being dragged over here, but now I want to go over there. That's my destination. That's how I want to live. What do I need to do in order to have that? Now we're beginning to see the empowerment. If you can see that vision of what you would most like, that's wonderful because you can breathe. I'm moving towards something. I'm very clear about what I am moving toward. So we begin to realign our thinking, realign our understanding of ourselves, realign what healthy relationships are, and get that information. And then the fourth step is to recover. Okay, I recognize what it was. I realize the impact of it. I realign myself in the direction I want. Now I have to go in that direction while recovering from where I've been. Why do we want to recover? So we don't do it again. So we don't repeat the pattern. So we don't get taken in by another hijackal. <laughs> and also, we want to feel great. We want to feel powerful personally. Not power over other people, but to feel power personally. I can choose who I spend my time with. I can choose how I spend my time. I can choose what I say. I can choose what I eat. You know, one of the things people tell me is after they leave that one of the things that they think are silly, but I think are really important, is they realize that there's nothing in their fridge that they don't like. <laughs> that things that they had to do in order to appease other people, they no longer have to do. No, it's not that there's anything wrong with you and your partner, of course, sharing a refrigerator and having foods both people like. But, you know, it's just one of those funny things that happens when you realize that I get 100% choice over life. And that's what happens when you begin to recover is, you know, I don't have to have that in my fridge anymore or I don't have to have that fear in my body or mind anymore. So maybe a little physical level about the refrigerator, but much more important what it's doing to your mental and emotional state and how you're viewing yourself and the world. And that's where recovery really happens. Then the last stage is rebuilding so that I now have realigned. I have recovered. I'm no longer allowing that person to take up real estate in my heart and head. And now I can rebuild my life in the image that I want in my realigned image and that's so important too. So 
over at the Emerging Empowered Community, I have a lot of courses, adding new courses most weeks. So there's always something new to learn over there. And when you're a member, as I said, you get 20% off all the courses, everything that's happening. So go to joinintoday.com if that intrigues you. So we want to be Emerging Empowered. We don't want to feel that we have, are living someone else's life. We don't want to feel like we're living our life to someone else's expectations and standards. That's just inappropriate. You are an adult. You get to make up your life. You have the opportunity of a lifetime. And you want to be you fully expressing, you fully feeling free to have the skills to say what's really so for you without purposefully or inadvertently offending people. You want to be able to engage in communication that you know is kind and honest at the same time. And that will help you feel like, I have this right to take up space and draw breath and to fully express myself in a way that hurts no one but allows me to be my best self. Such important stuff. And that's why I wanted to do it, not only because the community started, but to make these very, very clear distinctions for you. Because it just might hit a core that, wow, I really am enmeshed in this relationship. I really am finding it difficult to escape. It is a difficult situation, but I have had an idea that I can't escape. Maybe tonight you will begin to realize you can. It may not be easy, but it will be worth it. And also that maybe you've been entrenched, that this way of thinking that you must be this way, you must live by these rules, you must meet these expectations of another human. So those attitudes and habits and beliefs so firmly established that you have not thought of changing them. Well, I hope tonight you will think about changing them so that you can be emerging empowered to give yourself the permission and the authority to live by your own values, your vision, your beliefs, your purposes, and base your decisions and your actions on those things. And when you do that, you will begin to be emerging empowered. You will feel so much better about yourself. I'm not going to whitewash it. It's not easy and it's not immediate. It takes time. It took a long time to get stuck there. It takes time to get out of there. But you'll get out of there a whole lot easier if you have a guide who has been there with thousands of people having them move from where they were to emerging empowered. So if you'd like my help directly, go to beaclient.com. So, so many things for you. So many things. I hope this has opened your eyes to what is actually available to you. If you want a whole lot more information about me, go to forrelationshiphelp.com, F-O-R, relationship, H-E-L-P.com. So much there for you. You can just read your heart's content, watch the podcasts, listen to the videos, or listen to the podcasts and watch the videos. You can do these things, and they're all there for you, and they're 100% free of charge. They're there to help you. So please wander over there. And until we talk again, be very good to yourself. You're precious, and you matter. Talk soon. 
Thank you for joining me on the Save Your Sanity podcast today. I hope you've had some new insights, some ideas and strategies to help you gain clarity and confidence for moving forward toward greater emotional health and safety. You deserve that, and so do your children. If you found value here and would like to support this podcast with a dollar or five each month, please do so at patreon.com slash saveyoursanity. Learn more about how to work with me via video conference, join my optimized circles, or subscribe to this podcast on my YouTube channel at my website, transformingrelationship.com. Talk soon. Talk soon.